Hello, friends. Have you heard of PEMF, or Pulsed Electromagnetic Field Technology? I want to tell you a little bit about the Centropics Cloud. The Centropics Cloud is an at-home bioresonance frequency device. With the cloud, you can protect yourself and optimize your wellness anywhere you go. It supports molecular activation, energy, endurance, performance, rapid recovery, mental acuity, stress reduction, sleep management, deep relaxation, and much more. The cloud has the most effective frequency range of any at-home bioresonance frequency device. With the cloud, you'll experience up to 20,000 amplitudes per second through eight large coils and reach a wider molecular range in the body. Regenerate your batteries and keep your inner vital forces at full speed with the Centropics Cloud. Just visit GetTheFrequency.com or click the link in the description to take control of your health today. Welcome back to Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Today my guest is Mahil Clerk. First, a couple of announcements. If you want to advertise with us, email me, forbiddenknowledgenews at gmail.com. We're doing credible spots for our affiliates. Come check us out. Check out our website, forbiddenknowledge.news. It's also the home of the Forbidden Knowledge Network. You'll find some of your favorite podcasts from our community there. Forbidden Knowledge News is always available on Rockfin, Odyssey, Rumble, and all podcast platforms. Check out Rockfin. This is where you get our premium content. You also get all the premium content from every creator on Rockfin for only $10 a month. You can also create a free account, get access to everyone's free content, including all our regular shows, just go to rockfin.com slash FKN plus. That's R-O-K-F-I-N dot com slash FKN plus to sign up now. Today I want to welcome Mahil Clerk. He is a social entrepreneur, licensed mental health therapist, international speaker, dream worker, and published author. He has been a mental health therapist since 2006 and currently has an online private practice. He has traveled all over the world and studied many cultures and their healing and dream traditions, and in specific, the African traditions as South Africa is the country of his birth. He has given lectures, inspirational talks, and workshops for companies on creativity, innovation, and leadership. Mahil, welcome. How you doing? I am great and excited to be here with you. Thank you for having yes. me. You're welcome, man. This is going to be great. I love the stuff you write about. We're going to be discussing how you in the audience can harness the power of your unconscious through dream incubation, uh, which is a technique that teaches you how to access hidden wisdom that can be used for personal development, which I am all about. Uh, from personal experience, I definitely believe dreams are much more than projections of our unconscious and can have profound effects on our waking reality. Uh, if you want to call reality, reality, whatever that is to you. Uh, but this is your first time on. Let's start with a bit about your background and what led you to research dreaming. Well, I uh, um, I've always had uh, had dreams that I would take uh, serious, even if my uh, culture and my upbringing wasn't uh, overly uh, dream favorable. Um, I, uh, I, I had dreams that I thought that, that, that felt like they contained some information or really depicted my, uh, my situation accurately. 
But the main uh, time, main, main period was in my early 20s. I was stuck in my life, didn't know what to do, lack of purpose, unresolved grief, uh, uh, sitting on the couch too much, doing nothing. And, uh, uh, and then I read the works by Carl Jung, who opened the door to the world of dream. And I uh, started to read that, started to apply it to my own dreams and came to the uh, uh, shocking conclusion that uh, they, uh, the dreams really provided like a psychological x-ray what was going on inside of me and uh, uh, both the, uh, the more destructive dynamics that I was living out as well as uh, the direction that my own soul wanted to uh, flow into. And by minimizing these uh, destructive tendencies and, uh, and aligning myself with the flow of life and the flow of my own soul, my life started to have purpose, meaning, I got passion back, desire, and life just transformed for the better. And not that there are not ongoing struggles on the road, but at least I have a sense of purpose and meaning and that makes uh, life significantly more colorful. So that is where the journey started, early 20s. And I have been hanging on to the thread of dreams ever since. That's great. Uh, now, I want to get your insights into what you think dreams really are uh, beyond just uh, what modern mainstream science has told us in the past about projections from our unconscious and the, the possibilities of how it we can implement what happens in our dreams into actually affecting our lives. Well, those are some uh, really big uh, questions. Let me start with uh, what a dream uh, is. And maybe we can, uh, you and uh, people that watch or listen, can follow the, the, the following little experiment. Take a dream that you recently had or another dream that is particularly vivid. So um, if you have one, just notice uh, where you are and notice whether it's light or dark. Notice uh, if you're inside, outside. Notice uh, whether there's an other in the dream, whether other is a person or a car or a tree. And so uh, once you do that, you uh, know at least from a experiential uh, part that a dream is one, a world, an environment that you find yourself in. You were somewhere, inside, outside, maybe we're uh, in a field looking at trees, but you were somewhere. And so the, the dream is a world. And this is a, such a fundamental aspect, one about what a dream is and how to work with a dream. Because in, in, in especially in the Western uh, mind, there's very often the metaphor of the dream is a letter sent from mystery source X to you that needs to be deciphered. To be interpreted but the dream is not a letter the dream is a world that you find yourself in it's almost like a, a virtual a better metaphor would be a virtual reality and in this for in, in this world that you are you uh, actually uh, another part is is your mind is aware so you know that there's the dream crocodile that there's a crocodile and you decide to run so your mind is completely active. The only thing is you're not aware that you're in the dream world. Uh, besides a few times that you're lucid. And lucid means that you know that you're dreaming. So you're in a world. You're uh, taking that world for real. That is how convincingly real a dream is. You don't know that uh, uh, it is a dream, but your mind is, is, uh, is awake. It's just not aware. And you're having an interaction. So that, those are three elements about what a dream is. And, um, and, and uh, uh, that doesn't answer it necessarily from what is its purpose or what is it doing, but it, 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 it sets the stage on understanding, oh, this is what, a, what my dream experience is. And in itself, that is remarkable because we have that experience, we wake up, we we, we tend to discard it. And then we're having a somewhat similar experience here. We're in a world. Our mind is aware. 
somewhat awake and we're having an interaction and then we go to bed and we have exactly the similar experience at night in another in another world now once we have that i i, I will expand on it further but just making checking in does it make sense so far yes and it does me? yes good Perfect. okay great so then then that uh, allows us to uh, to take this uh, this starting point further and uh, uh, what is it that uh, uh, how is this dream world created and there we can see that the dream world uh, is created by uh, um, uh, our beliefs our expectation intent willpower focus and mystery source x and I borrowed this, uh, th these insights from uh, Robert Wagner, a lucid dreamer who, who figured this out. And there's different ways of looking at it, because if you would go to the T Tibetan Buddhist tradition, they would say it's your karma, it's your personal and collective karma that uh, creates this world. But your, you, this world uh, is, uh, is created uh, 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 partly through your own psyche in combination with something else because we do encounter in dreams uh, uh, states of intelligence uh, that are way more aware than we are. Sometimes the dream character tells us something we don't know. The dream comes with suggestions that we don't know. Uh, we might even end, meet an ancestor, a deceased ancestor in the dream. Those are not things that, that is your personal mind. That is a collective phenomenon. That is something not, not I. So the, the dream is co-created between the the i mind the personal psyche and a mystery jung would call that the collective unconscious or the self um we could call it a mystery and 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 those two interwoven create that environment you're in for example if you're in a dream and you would be talking like this and then uh uh, uh maybe i think i'm rambling on then i have the belief and the feeling that i'm rambling on and that uh, uh, and then a character would come into the dream that embodies my feeling of rambling on and criticism and maybe my old boss comes in and then i would and you would say what do you associate to the boss oh he's critical indeed criticalness takes on the form and shape of the old boss so you have these personal elements personal symbols figures that are created in the dream by your own feelings that take on a form and shape just like your own expectations take on a form and shape and the form and shape they take take on is a world they, they co-create the world around you and that is how how a dream gets into manifestation right now what would you say is the difference between just dreaming and actual astral travel. Uh, these are these are different uh, other worlds. Mm -hmm. So let's say that we call the dream is an other world. Uh, the astral travel is an other world. Uh, uh, the out of body experience is a slightly different out of other world. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, near death experience is an other world, and they have an overlap in that these other worlds are. Uh, have 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 a lot of similar features on how they are created, how our mind and the larger mind creates these other worlds, but they're they're different in that uh, a dream is is a different world than uh, an out of body experience. The out of body experience seems to mimic much closer to this reality, with some features of dreaming, where dreaming is 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 another is is an other variation of the other world that makes sense uh now let's uh, get some basics how we can kind of interpret guidance for our daily lives from our dreams yeah well the uh, uh by knowing that this world you find yourself in is a is, is a manifestation of uh, of your of your own personal and larger soul you know the territory you're in and your and your dream reflects back your beliefs and expectations and uh and dynamics that you have so in that way the dream becomes a psychological x-ray on where you are in life and uh and by understanding where you are in the territory 
it allows you to uh, navigate much more optimally through uh, the journey of life. So dreams uh, do provide that, uh, that X-ray. And uh, what you also see is that, that uh, your own soul wants to become itself. Just like the rose seed becomes a rose and the uh, uh, acorn becomes an oak, the human psyche has uh, specific qualities for each individual. And, uh, and those qualities want to realize themselves. And dreams uh, pre-configure the direction that your soul is, is moving into. So you can look at your dreams to see how this, the, the flow of my life is going into this direction. And just by aligning with the, with the characters and the flow, you, you will start giving expression to what lives deep inside of you. And then you get aligned with a sense of purpose and meaning and get into the flow. And that is where dreams spontaneously can be very helpful. And, and dreams can, uh, uh, like I describe in, in, in my book, The Dream Guidance, is uh, a lot of us have had, have had helpful dreams, spontaneous helpful dreams. Uh, and many uh, examples in, in history, how dreams have, have, have changed the course of history, where people get a song or a book idea, or I had my company, the Young Platform idea in a dream. And so people have all kinds of dreams that help them. But you don't have to wait for this helping quality from the dream to come in. You can turn towards the dream and ask it a question before you go to bed in order to trigger a dream response. And that is called dream incubation. And dream incubation is, is an effective technique to connect with the creative intelligence that lives inside of us or outside of us and that wants to help us become us. And you can access that in many ways. Intuitions during the day is one way, synchronistic events is another, but it will also come in dreams. And in dreams, we can get guidance for our day-to-day -day life. Well, you mentioned uh, the dream incubation. Let's talk more about that. Could you give us some examples of how this is done and different ways that people can kind of implant these ideas in there? Yeah, so people can ask almost any question that is relevant to their life, whether it's uh, how can I find a partner? How can I grow my business? How can I be more loving to myself? What is one type of food that is good for me to eat? And, uh, and they can bring it to the dream. And recently I had a man who had uh, come out of a, a marriage, was divorced back in the dating life, didn't flow so well. So he asked me, can we apply this technique also to find a partner? And um, of course, uh, it, that is, if that's relevant to your heart, that's a great question. So he said, I would uh, wanna ask, how do I find a great partner? And then he pondered a bit on it and he thought, I do want to, that is really my goal. But what I maybe even more want to know is what is my biggest obstacle in dating? Because I, I, I know there's an obstacle and I, I can't put the finger on it. So step, step one was identifying that, you, that there is a question that you want to ask. And we all carry questions and uh, some questions we try to push away. Uh, like, uh, should I leave this relationship or should I leave this job or is it the right time to jump into this business adventure? Those are actually great questions to ask. But uh, first is you, you identify that there is a question that you want to ask. And then once you've identified, I want to ask a question about like this guy relationships. The step two is formulate a good question. And it's really a super essential element of this process is that you formulate an, 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 an one question at a time, open-ended, a question that is, uh, 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 that is uh, what you really want to know. Like this guy wrote down, dream, what is one, what is my biggest obstacle in my dating life? So then uh, he went to step three, let's create a ritual. With ritual, I really mean pay some, uh, uh, communicate to this, intelligent, wise, compassionate counselor that is on standby for all of us, that you're interested in getting an answer to your, to your dream, to your question, and uh, spend some time. And if I, when I looked at all indigenous cultures and other traditions that had applied this, they all would do rituals, very often very specific rituals, 
and I notice it's not so much the specificness of the ritual, but that you do something. So this man made a drawing of a heart with a question mark on it. And then he wrote uh, to the dream uh, things he wanted to know. And he spent some time on it. So it is that you put some, some time and effort and heartfelt desire to know and let the compassionate counselor know, this is, this is important to me. So that it, it's very relational. And uh, um, so that is step three. Step four is uh, go, to, go to sleep, meditate briefly on your question, have the dream. And then step five is write down the dream upon waking because dreams will evaporate if you don't and, uh, and then work on it. Sometimes the dream is super clear and sometimes uh, the answer comes from an angle you hadn't thought about. It's new to you and you just need to let it simmer a bit and it, it will reveal itself in the next, that day or later. And so this man had the following dream. He says, in the dream, I'm driving in a car and in front of me is, an, is another car. And I think that uh, I, I'm driving in a tunnel and I think that I see a, a mountain lion. When I get closer, I see a tiger. It's beautiful, but I'm really afraid for it. So I back out. He writes down the dream. And then uh, he asks uh, the question that I suggest uh, is, don't uh, uh, ask what does it mean, but ask the question, which is fine as well, but ask the question, what is happening? And so what is happening he described, oh, I'm driving somewhere. Then I think I see a mountain lion. Uh, it's something I'm a bit afraid of. Then I see a, see a tiger. I see something I'm afraid of. That's beautiful. And I'm afraid. And once I'm afraid, I back out. And he's like, oh, when I, am, when I get a, go along, I get uh, afraid. My move is backing out. That's my biggest obstacle in my dating life. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I see where that vulnerability is a challenge. And when I see a beautiful person that oh, sometimes it's easier to ask someone else. And, uh, and so that was his answer to, uh, to, to, that, uh, to that question. And so that's in a nutshell, the five steps. Identify that you have a problem, write down a good, simple question, do a ritual, sleep and dream, Write down the step five, write down the dream and work on it. And uh, this is something anyone can do, whether you've ever, have never uh, had a dream that you remember or you're a, a long time dreamer. This counselor is on standby for all of us. And this is the way to engage with it. That is one of my biggest problems is remembering uh, my dreams. I have trouble remembering oftentimes. Is there any maybe tips that you know of that could help people remember their dreams? Yes. It's, uh, uh, it starts with uh, the, the first simple step is get a journal and a pen and put it next to your bed. That all already signals to the dream, I'm interested. Oh. And, uh, and, and when you wake up, you have to write it down kind of immediate because when at night your short-term memory uh, doesn't function. So you have actually two hours of active dreaming, but you won't remember that you were dreaming. And uh, your short-term memory comes back online when you wake up, but it isn't fully active yet. So it's not willpower or intelligence. It's the memory doesn't work yet. So you have to write it down. And... Uh, uh, and, and, and that in itself uh, usually helps people to get back uh, to it. Get a pencil, paper, and, and write it down. And then there are things you can do on top of it. You can tell the dream before you go to bed. Hey, dream, I have a hard time remembering you, but I would love to connect. And I had uh, today this conversation with this dream guy, and uh, he uh, told me about it, and I'm excited to, to, to be reconnecting again. Um, so please come. And, uh, and then when you wake up, even if you don't remember a dream, maybe there's a feeling. Oh, I woke up with a pit in my stomach. All right. Woke up with pit in the stomach, felt this way. These were the sensations. And he say, oh, thank you, dream. You were, you were there. 
I just didn't remember it all. I'll try tonight again. And then you have probably two, three dreams a week. And uh, if you if you follow that on a on a on a daily basis, and uh, that that will give you enough information to be more guided by the uh, creative intelligence that lies at the core of existence. As something else I've always been super interested in, only been able to do maybe a few times that I can remember is lucid dreaming and gaining mm. control of my dreams in certain ways. Uh, is there any tips that you could give us about, uh, you know, lucid dreaming, being able to control our dreams? Yeah. Well, step one is uh, uh, become, uh, start getting improving your dream recall <coughs> because that will, uh, uh, because what you, what you need is in the dream, know that you're dreaming. There are a couple of ways that people can improve that. Uh, one is uh, um, in this reality, ask yourself, am I dreaming? And instead of immediately saying, oh, no, this is not a dream. How do I know this is not a dream? Well, let me see if I, if I can push the wall. No, I cannot pull through the wall. This is dense reality or waking life. If this is a dream, I can push through the, through the wall. And if I would do that, I would be like, whoa, I'm dreaming. And then uh, you can, uh, can do an experiment. So that is one. And people sometimes uh, uh, do it uh, like every time they step through the door, a door, car door, front door, door at the, at the company, wherever they are, shopping mall. You step through a wall, door that you automatically have in your mind, am I dreaming? And you do a quick test. Can I push for my, my hand? No. This is not a dream. Then in a dream, you will start doing the same. You step through, either you ask yourself, hey, is this a dream? You do the test or you step through a door and you say, is this a dream? And you think, ah, oh, no, this is not a dream because dreams are really real. And then you do this and you go like, whoa, it is a dream. Oh. And I don't know what, uh, what, what, what you've done. Uh, uh, I can give some, uh, so, some options of things to experiment but lo love to hear what, what the only thing done? that i've kind of achieved is uh being able to somewhat fly and realize mm -hmm. that i was controlling it um and another one was exploring like an old mansion that i realized i you know i was in a dream and i kind of went off on my own way but that's the only things i really remember oh that's it that is that is great and I, and I think that also ties back to, uh, to the beginning that you in those dreams really realize, hey, I'm in a world, I'm in a mansion, it feels real. Uh, uh, and, and that for whatever it is, the dream is a world you find yourself in and it's full of intelligence uh, in that way. But uh, um, I would advise for people uh, come prepared because very often in the dream, our mind doesn't work as sharp as in this reality so maybe you want to uh, fly in the dream or you uh, can yell out is there anyone with a message for me and just see what happens i had that once and and my youth hero johan kruif a soccer player came came flying to me and said come fly with me and he started to show me things or uh, talk to the dream characters and ask them questions says who are you? Do you have anything to tell me? What do you want me to know? And, and, the, and the things they say, it's sometimes uh, they're, they're thought forms, they're just your personal uh, unconscious, not very intelligent. But if they're real others they, who live in the world of dream, you get answers that are mind-blowing. They tell you things you didn't know. Right now is the most critical time for us to take back control of our food supply and become self-reliant by having our very own food forest. Transform your yard into a food forest and create a system of self-reliance that's easy and enjoyable with our friends at Food Forest Abundance. No matter where you're starting from, you can become more self-reliant you can take your self-reliance to the next level by becoming a producer of your own food through growing and foraging. Learn how to turn your property into an income-producing source of economic self-reliance. If you're ready to go off-grid, 
click the link in the description and use coupon code FORBIDDEN for discounts on your very own food forest with Food Forest Abundance. And, uh, that's, uh, so, that's what I want to get to next is these entities are intelligences that reside in our dreams that seem to know things that we ourselves didn't know before or seem to give yeah. us profound information or insights about our lives. Uh, what are you – do you think that these are actually uh, other types of intelligences that, that that's the world they live in or could it be like a, you know, a, for, a form of collective egregores or thought forms uh, or something different? What are your thoughts? Well, what I what I do what I do uh, uh, work, I, I, my my assumption what I think is they're not I they're not me mm -hmm. they know things that I don't know they can know things that happen in the future somewhere else uh, they come up with solutions I haven't thought about so I don't think it's I and I think uh, uh, I like my youth hero Johan Cruyff who came flying to me really started showing me things that uh, that I didn't know about. And he gave me an instruction uh, that was uh, just baffling to my, my to, to me. So I think we encounter uh, 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 beings in that in that world, who are uh, sometimes more aware than us, not infrequently, they're more aware, and they uh, have a certain intelligence, and they tell us things that that we don't know. And they can show us things. And uh, my, uh, my, my assumption is that they live there or maybe they move through different realms that they also live in the out-of-body realm or but they, they live in, in, in the other world. Mm -hmm. and, uh, um, and, and that also comes back to one of the oldest ideas that uh, mankind has is that we come into the world with a guiding spirit a spirit that knows who we are and what uh, what the purpose is of of being in this world mm -hmm. as if we have an a an task to accomplish and uh, in the greek tradition this is called the daimon d a i m o n mm -hmm. or in the roman tradition it's called the genius it comes from the north african word genie the spirit who's already there and uh, some indigenous africans call it the divine twin current day use is very often something as the spirit guide and this 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 figure lives in the world of dream in the other world lives uh, and accompanies us throughout life and uh, and and talks to us and is on standby and wants to help us and probably our some of our intuitions and feelings come from this character but in the dream or in the lucid dream we can directly engage with this character for support and guidance in our life. And so if you're, for anyone that becomes lucid uh, tonight or in the next uh, little while, you can yell out, I would love to meet uh, uh, one of my spirit guides that would be helpful for me to, uh, to meet. And then either they step forward most of the time, or if they don't, they just feel it's not uh, the right time to engage. And then uh, you do just another experiment. But that way you have a direct experience with these characters and then maybe also come prepared. Tell it, thank you so much for helping me. I uh, uh, appreciate all the effort you put into keeping me on the, on the path. And, uh, and again, is there anything I can do for you? Is there anything you want to tell me? Have a, have an, have a conversation with, uh, with this figure. And your life will, you, you will have just this life-changing, mind-blowing experience that will, 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 you'll, will change your life forever. Yeah, there's so many, there seems, benefits that you can achieve through engaging with your dreams. One of the things you write about is how to nurture and build a relationship with your soul through dream work. Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I, uh, I think that... Uh, 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 we all have a soul and the little soul is connected to the larger soul a little bit like uh, we are a wave on uh, the ocean and, uh, uh, and and the wave is, uh, is made of the same substance as the ocean and technically there's no difference just this is a wave and this little wave this wave and maybe the the foam on top is uh, is this eye and uh, and the rest of the wave is our 
personal unconscious, our soul, and is attached to the larger soul of the ocean. And uh, in dreams, we, uh, uh, we get in touch with our soul. And uh, uh, not unlike with the spirit guides or the diamond or the genius, and uh, the soul is, uh, is, is the core of, uh, of who we are and what we're about to become. And it expresses itself in dream and it gives directions and it sh shows what uh, doesn't go, uh, what can be different and how we can get further and comes with advice. But uh, we can proactively nurture this relationship and we can, we can in this reality already start saying, soul, I'm interested in giving more expression to you. And tonight, uh, in the dream, please uh, show me one thing that you that I should focus upon right now to bring you into the world in a more uh, beautiful, interesting way. And then you will have a dream that shows what your soul thinks that you're that the best next step is for you. And sometimes it's a little step that you need to take. Sometimes it's a big step, but it knows best. And uh, and it gives uh, it gives advice that's really in your best interest. So dreams are an expression of your soul, and and the soul is there really to help you. And you can connect through it in your dreams, and in this dream incubation, you can ask it a question, and people can ask it anything that is relevant to their life. So if you ask, what did my neighbor have for dinner last night? Your soul is like, ah, not interesting. But if you say, how can I be a better partner? How can I be more loving? Mm. What's going on between me and this person? How can I solve help my health issue? Which a lot of people uh, also uh, do. I recently had a person who had a tremendous uh, uh, pain in, uh, in his stomach and, uh, uh, and, and, and had going on for weeks. And then one evening, it was so terrible that he uh, uh, woke up in the middle of the night, couldn't sleep, went through the process. Uh, of course, he knew his question, asked, uh, what, is, uh, what is going on for me? Did a little ritual, went to bed and had the following dream. And in the dream, he is uh, 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 first, he is sitting at the table and he see, he's talking to someone with a, uh, a for, uh, with a cabbage as a, as a head, and the person is sweating prof prof profoundly, and uh, then uh, uh, he is uh, uh, talking to someone at the table who says, uh, who's also not feeling well, says, "Oh, I had a fermented hamburger," and uh, um, and uh, then uh, he left there and he came, went to a, a place where there were a, a restaurant and they had some eggs and then he decided uh, that the eggs were not uh, he wanted to have the eggs and then he woke up and he thought huh these three foods the fermented uh, of the the cabbage the fermented hamburger and the eggs uh, are maybe not so good for me and so he stopped eating all fermented food no more cabbage no more eggs and the and the and the pain in the stomach disappeared within days and so uh, the dream is interested also in helping on 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 these medical problems now how far and, do you think that can go do you think this is a form of a placebo or something yeah. more that's actually affecting our biology uh, well both uh, placebos do affect our biology mm -hmm. and placebo is is really uh, you take either an uh, an innate substance or you have a sham surgery and uh, you get healed, you get better. And then the question becomes, what is it that uh, uh, triggers this healing response? Because it's not the sh surgery and, uh, uh, and, and the substance. And what it, uh, what it really is, is this, uh, is your, is, is, is the same reality creating principles that you can learn in the, in the, in the dream Namely, it's your expectation, belief, intent, reaching out to something larger, uh, focus, and the mystery source X. Yes. And that, uh, that uh, uh, creates healing. So uh, you can apply this method of asking your dream for help also in this reality. It's just that dreams are 
when you're in the dream state, you seem to be in a frequency that is easier to access that information or get healing, but it applies also to this reality. And, uh, and, and placebos work uh, based on creating a great ritual because you just go through a whole ritual of going to the, to the hospital, getting this sham surgery, and then you can walk again. And it's of course a miracle, but your own body healed itself by you aligning with it in a certain way that uh, would trigger this healing response. And, uh, and, and part of that, that, that is the ritual combined with these psychological reality creating principles. Well, let's talk a little bit more about those rituals. How can people develop these and what, what exactly are you meaning by rituals to engage your, your soul and your dreams? Yeah, a ritual is uh, how I see it. Any form in which you grind this reality and get yourself in a space where the other world can flow in. So I think that you have this world, but that coexisting is the uh, world of, uh, of uh, out-of-body experiences, the dream world, uh, the near-death experiences. These are just different states of consciousness or different worlds coexisting. They exist next to each other or interwoven in each other. And uh, we live in this world that is rather dense. Therefore, I call it often dense reality. And dense reality, uh, if you want to uh, grind it open, you get that dreaming consciousness that comes in. And the dreaming consciousness uh, contains the healing, uh, uh, the healing powers and the creative powers. And you want to have that into your world. And you do that by uh, lighting a candle, doing a song, uh, uh, a prayer, and any, anything that has to do with, or a dance, that you become a little bit less dense in this reality, you open up so that the flow of life can come in. When the flow of life comes in, placebo can happen, uh, dream responses come, you become more creative, uh, your intuition becomes better, you're more attuned to synchronicities, because the very focused, driven mind is not so open to the other world. So a ritual is not like you have to do candle first, then these four steps, then sing this song. But it is just you do something that spontaneously comes to you. And you can use these classic ingredients like making a libation, lighting a candle, doing a prayer. But then think about what would work for you. And uh, if you have an illness, you might uh, uh, make a drawing and that's uh, how you feel and where you want to go. Or I know a painter who put a blank canvas next to his bed as a ritual to get inspiration for painting. A writer who got stuck in a story just put the, the, the uh, printed out uh, the, the, the chapter that he was stuck and put it under his pillow. Th those are personalized rituals. And people can, uh, can, can do almost anything can be a ritual if you put your heart and, and focus and awareness in it as a way to open up to the other world. Does that make uh, it? Does. Does, yeah. Yes. Uh, and I want to go back to the intelligences that we interact with at times. Uh, many times people interact with uh, deceased loved ones or deceased mm. friends mm -hmm. and, and ancestors. Uh, yeah. Do you think that these are actually the essence or spirit or soul of the ancestors or something else we've created? I, I think that uh, uh, sometimes we see an ancestor that is the personal mind creating that person. That happens, you, you, you sit somewhere and somewhere in the restaurant is uh, Uncle Joe. But then there's also uh, 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 many people report to have experiences that they said, I met mom and mom had the most amazing dress and I felt this was mom. And uh, they very often profound uh, impact on a person's life. And I've had those, uh, those dreams that I was convinced this is the essence, this is the, the, the spirit of uh, my father or my grandfather or my aunt 
coming to visit me in the in the dream space and those dreams usually had a different quality what what jung would call a numinosity a, a certain um intensity and almost a bit of a sacredness to it mm. where i would meet these characters and many people have had uh, had that and i don't know if if you uh, you uh, feel that you've met uh, your ancestors um i have met what i believe to be spirit guides um possibly ancestors and uh my grandmother one time yeah 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 so uh and i and, and i think that most people uh have had or, or i know that most people have had such an experience in their life uh and of course it always remains was it really uncle joe was it really my dad uh and i think that uh, the only real answer there is uh did it did it give you the impression that it was that way uh scientifically we can we can probably not answer that even if they they tell us sometimes information that we don't know you can find other explanation models but there i think trust yourself did it feel like uh, like a real a real visitation uh i would go with it i do in my life do you think that we would have to ever worry about negative entities <coughs> actually having an effect on us in these realms well in 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 i've uh, i was born in south africa so i, I visited a lot a uh, lot the african south african uh, indigenous healers and and there it's a very uh, uh much a common understanding that uh, uh some spirits are 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 benign and some are more dark mm -hmm. and you need to be a bit careful and especially uh uh when when people do activities that aren't really uh, 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 positive, like uh, maybe excessive uh, drinking or addiction or stealing. Uh, it, 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 it looks like they're opening up to uh, spirits coming in that aren't, uh, aren't uh, in your best uh, interest. And, uh, but we also uh, could meet, uh, uh, just like in this reality, figures that uh, that aren't uh, that aren't in our best interest. Whether they're jealous or they want to do excessive drugs or want us to do uh, commit fraud or whatever they wanted to do. Also, in the other world, there appears to be once in a while uh, a figure that isn't uh, isn't isn't helpful. Mm -hmm. But what is the best protection? Is 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 try to live in uh, an, an an life that is in alignment with your soul. Uh, then there's not much uh, they, they bounce off of that there's not much to uh, to get there but when we're in a place where we're wounded or we're really jealous or super hateful mm. we, we seem to be getting in frequencies where we start meeting like-minded more malicious entities and when, also when you look into the world of things and entities we can contact in these different realms, uh, one of the things that comes up, especially for me with a lot of guests I've had, is uh, what they call extraterrestrial abduction or contact experiences. Uh, and these seem to be happening uh, lots of times in either a dream state or some sort of astral type of realm or not this reality where they're being either taken to or they somehow end up there in their dreams and it's mixed experiences some of them are very transformative spiritual experiences that uh the people come back and they they get they make their lives better and it's a wonderful beautiful thing and some of them are quite terrifying where they feel like they're being experimented on and things are taken from their body and, and all kinds of strangeness what is your uh, thoughts on that whole phenomenon well it is uh, it's it's clear that these experiences happen to people and uh, uh, that they seem to get in touch with the other world or the other worlds. And that uh, whether it's the dream world or an, an other world where they, they are transported out of this reality somewhere else. They were driving the car two hours later, they find themselves standing beside the, the road and they remember being in an, abducted in a spaceship, having had this experience. 
and uh, uh, what it uh, what it what what it mimics or has some structure of is these otherworldly journeys that you sometimes see in the more shamanic tradition, mm. where uh, a figure is somewhat initiated into the understanding that there is more than this world, that there is another world that is inhabited by beings that have uh, an autonomy of their own, have an intelligence of their own. And sometimes that is like with the shaman is, is somewhat benign. And other times the sh they, they get broken open and it's a, a rather painful exercise. They will be put back together usually and then they're here again. And, uh, uh, but it, it, is, it, it, it has somewhat of an initiation into the other world and the existing of an other world. And their life is, is, is never the same anymore. They know in their, in their own being, there's more than this world. Mm -hmm. There are other worlds with figures in it that, uh, that exist. Yeah, that's it one of the most fascinating incredible aspects of it i want to get your take on shared dreams if this is possible and if you've yeah. um kind of documented or heard anything about this yes i i have not 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 that many but the most remarkable one i once heard was someone was uh, uh telling uh their colleague hey i saw you i saw you yesterday in my dream we were at an uh at an amusement park and uh, uh we were in a roller coaster and the colleague was was like, "What? I saw you in the dream. You were sitting in front of me." And the other was, "What? You were sitting behind me." Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that is that is that is wild. Yeah. And uh, uh, I know from people who uh, have become lucid in the dream, and who have done experiments in. Uh, uh, so you become lucid. You know, you're dreaming, and then let's say that uh, you and I would. Uh, uh, agree on this tonight if we become lucid we'll visit each other and so i would say i want to visit your dream give you a signal like i'm doing this and then uh, the next day i would say did you uh, do you remember seeing me and if so uh, was there anything that i did and uh, so if people put up these types of experiments with with a very high uh, correlation or people were accurately able to say oh yeah i saw you you did this and uh, especially if they both get lucid at the same time uh, it's much easier to remember but uh, so people seem to be able to uh, to do that uh, there's anecdotal evidence and i think if you take that ex uh, metaphor of we're all waves attached to the ocean that we that we share this uh, collective uh, space mm -hmm. and that we uh, that we that we are able to visit each other in the dream space well aren't they doing some fascinating um, experiments at places like the Monroe Institute with things like this not only dreams but shared astral experiences and out of body experiences and things like that yeah I've, I I don't know much about uh, what they do but I've read about it and that uh, that they have some really uh, uh, interesting, uh, credible uh, data to show that this is uh, that that some people are that this is possible in some people. Mm -hmm. And to me, it makes all the sense of the world. I I believe there is a collective unconscious that we can uh, we can be in each other's dreams. Now, one of the other things that prevents people from either remembering dreams or even having dreams is not reaching that uh, state of sleep, that, rep, yeah. that REM sleep state, uh, yeah. to where you can actually experience this. And, you know, I have trouble sleeping at times myself. Is there any advice you can give people about this? Well, you, you probably still have dreams. They also happen outside of the REM sleep, but there's by far, if you wake people up, they always say, yes, I was in a dream and da -da -da -da. Uh, uh, the most intense dreams are there. In, uh, in, 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 in ability to sleep, it depends a little bit what, uh, what causes a person to wake up. And uh, what sometimes has helped is uh, uh, just to see what do I wake up to? So in, I wake up to uh the the thought that i need to do something or that i need to um yeah that i that i'm anxious about uh x y and c or at once at 3 a.m 
uh, I have some catastrophic thinking about, oh, I did this and horrible that I did that. Just write it down in a little notebook at that moment to say, okay, dream of waking up. I'm waking up to I need to do the following things. I need to check my tax and I need to check the car and call mom. And then just say, tomorrow morning, the first thing I will do is I will spend some time on it. It's almost like the soul that the soul wanted you to work on it. And at 3 a.m., you're most, most uh, liable to hear the whispers of your soul. And so then it comes in. And if you say, okay, I'm going to work on it the next day, and then you have to follow through on it, something in you knows, ah, I've been heard, I've been listened to, the message came through. It brings the anxiety down, and we can usually sleep further. And we can apply that then, if the next night you wake up again, just go through the same procedure till your soul knows, hey, I'm being listened to, I don't need to bother them, he's following through. Is listening better to the intuitions throughout the day. And that, that helps. Of course, there are more reasons why people wake up to the night. Mm. But uh, this, is, this is a big one. Yeah. Now, I have a couple of uh, personal experiences that really stuck with me that I want to get your take on. One of them was I am dreaming, and I was sleeping next to one of my ex-girlfriends at the time. And in my dream, it was a pretty terrifying dream. There was a home invasion, and I'm being tied up, and she's there with me, and she's being tied up. And all of a sudden... It's like they, they were grabbing these these huge vats of water and started pouring it on us. At this like at the same time they started pouring these vats of water on us, my girlfriend accidentally spilled her drink all over my head. And it was like this amazing type of uh, chain of reaction from my dream to the time I wake up terrified, soaking wet, like not knowing if this is reality, what's going on. But it was such a strong correlation to what was happening in my dream to the water hitting my face. I found it pretty profound. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it, uh, um, what, they, what they've done uh, some research on is infuse certain experiences in people's uh, environment uh, for example uh, they would be, put people in a sleep laboratory to sleep dream and then put in a certain smell or uh, uh, start heating uh, the room up or making it very cold and sometimes the dream would start incorporating that so let's say you would put a smell of uh, of, of of smoke then at once the dream would start creating uh, a situation where maybe uh, uh, the kitchen was on fire. And so uh, the dream does seem to take into account external circumstances. So one, one variation with your dream could be the moment she poured it on you, your dream immediately makes this flood, yeah. uh, flood in, in your dream. Right. Yeah, so it was as as she was pouring the water, it started to form this dream. But in my dream, it seemed like it was a longer length of time than actually, you know, occurred with a split yeah. second of water. Yeah. So that is it, that is one way. Of course, it could be that your dream was by chance, or or no, probably your dream would know what your what your girlfriend was doing. You you were dreaming this, and independent of that, that happened. It would be a curiosity. Uh, of course, the dream is capable of doing that. Uh, so it could that it mimicked uh, of the, those two processes happened independently and merged in terms of meaning. Um, we, research has shown that the first var op variation does happen, which, which could make sense. It could also happen independently where there's more synchronistic event. Uh, and... Uh, and, and the dream somehow knew what was about to happen and, and anticipated it. Yeah, one of the more common things is hearing the telephone ring and it'll ring in my dreams or they'll yeah. leave the TV on in the background and I'll start dreaming about the movie that's on and I'll be in the movie and stuff. So that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, 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 great. And, and that is not unlike, uh, unlike the technique of dream incubation. What you have there is like, oh, the movie's playing and then, and then your own dreaming will pick up on the theme mm. 
And what you were thinking of or were influenced by, you start dreaming about. Yeah. And that is where the ritual also comes from. You put pressure and focus on, I want to have an answer to what is, uh, what, what's my biggest block in my dating life. And then that, that moves into your dream. And the more you, you put focus on it, that's the ritual, the, the more likely it will go into your dream and the more likely your dream will give you an answer. But yeah, f funny is how that uh, happens. Uh, I've heard people read the book, fall asleep, finish the book, were excited about it, and then noticed that it was a completely different ending than the, than the real book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Wow. Yeah, man, I love this. This is fascinating stuff. I want to close on this. I want to get your thoughts on sleep paralysis and uh, some of the things that can occur during these instances. For me, I had sleep paralysis for a period mm. of two or three years back in, uh, it was a, you know, a, a pretty dark time in my life. I wasn't in the best place. I was going through a divorce and wasn't sleeping well. But when I did sleep, I would experience these bouts of paralysis where I couldn't move, trying to get up. And then these kind of shadow figures would start surrounding me or be walking in my room. I could see them passing and I'd hear loud banging noises that I couldn't do anything about. Just all kinds of creepy stuff until I just finally break out of whatever it was. Um, what is your insights into this? Yeah. It's an it's an uh, uh, it's it's somewhat rare but uh, also a common experience, and uh, what happens is uh, at when when we when we fall asleep and we dream, uh, usually our body gets paralyzed, so that we don't act out. You know, you see people move around, but we don't we don't flap around or fight off the monsters uh, uh, while asleep. So your body gets paralyzed. And then we wake up and, uh, and sometimes we wake up and then the body is still paralyzed and that is sleep paralysis. And uh, it almost always goes between 30 seconds and three minutes. It goes away. So it's, it's completely harmless. It's a natural uh, uh, phenomenon. There's not any person in the world that had this and was uh, paralyzed for life. Mm -hmm. And uh, so if people know, Hey, this, uh, this is, uh, uh, and my body's still asleep and usually you can start wiggling your fingers and then you go come back to uh, to life there's one way of of being with it and then the other thing that like you noted and so many people have that is hey i start uh, uh, seeing these uh, these darker characters uh, in the room and it appears that there's some overlap of uh, the dreaming consciousness flowing into this this reality it's like these these worlds are, are are merged and and for 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 some reason it is more often a, a darker content that people see um, if you're really lucid at that moment you could even say who are you what are you doing here what do you want do you have anything to tell me uh, you could ask and see what happens it's 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 not uh they, they can't literally harm you mm -hmm. uh you you wake up and you'll be fine but there's this overlap of of states of consciousness that are blending and uh it takes a couple of minutes for that to go away yeah that's so interesting and uh the the overlap also occurs from dream states and sleep paralysis to people who have experienced astral travel or out-of-body experience, I heard, have also encountered these beings when they would pop out of their body. They'd see them, you know, standing there where they would be if you had sleep paralysis when they pop out of their body and see them. And usually it's not a pleasant experience when they first encounter them. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and uh, it's it it in sleep paralysis it's it's usually that way probably what my experience is with the out of body experiences is it also reflects a bit the person's state of mind where they are at that moment. Some people who feel in a better state usually have, have fewer of those experiences. So your own your own place reflects a bit where what you see. But uh, I know people, yeah, and, and that, but that doesn't explain why in sleep paralysis it is more often dark. Right. Maybe also we're, we're quickly afraid for it, it turns them more dark. 
Yeah, I love this, man. This is, I could talk about this stuff all day. Uh, now, before you head out, for the audience that is interested in um, learning about how to um, harness the power of their dreams and engage with them, what's the best way for them to find out more about your work and what you're offering? Well, I wrote a book titled Dream Guidance that people can purchase uh, on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles. There's a website called bookdepository.com that delivers books for free all around the world. So no matter where you are, if Amazon or Barnes & Noble isn't there. Um, and there's a great way of, uh, of, of, of uh, where I teach this five steps, how to do it, create a question, the rituals, and how to work with the answer. And uh, besides that, I uh, started a company called the Jung Platform, J-U-N-G Platform.com, based out of a nighttime dream, where we provide programs on, uh, on Jungian and soul psychology, from shadow work, synchronicity, archetypes, to Tibet uh, dream work, shamanism. We have 150 uh, programs there, so uh, for everyone, something, and uh, or visit my personal website, which is the most difficult of them all. It's my name, machielklerk.com. Maybe you can put it in the footnotes. It's yeah, M-A-C-H. Okay, great. Let's uh, have people go there. Uh, but if people type in dream guidance, they probably already get to me uh, because that's my book and that will lead there. But machielklerk.com will get you to all the services that I offer and the dream work and therapy and the Jung platform. Perfect. Yes, I'll definitely have all those notes in the description so people can just easily click that and go visit your site. Michiel, thank you so much. This was fantastic. I'd love to definitely talk with you again in the future. Thank you. I appreciate your energy and your inquisitive mind, and it made it a joy to be with you. Oh, wonderful. I look forward to the next time. Until next time, everyone, have an excellent evening. We'll talk again tomorrow. See you all then.